1: put the spring back into your step and into your home too. shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45%, up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply.
0: So it seems like a lot of people are up in arms over the major league baseball pitch clock, which to this point has shaved off 20 to 25 minutes game in spring training. Now, that's also not a lot of guys who are out there right now, Foyer, who have skin in the game, so to speak. I think the managers are kind of letting all of this sort of happen without trying to over control the game or anything like that. I think in the regular season, the level of engagement relative to the pitch clock should end up picking up to where we don't have a scenario like we had on Saturday where it's a tie ball game and the bases are loaded, and, well, you end up having a third strike called because a batter isn't in the box quick enough. So (laughs) let's go to our friend Louis Marloni, who was uh, on the call for uh, Nesson over the weekend and this is the longer version of kind of because you heard this sort of the short version of the oh my god what did they call and you hear lou doing his jack edwards cackle during it <laughs> during the call well this is the longer version of how everything unfolded and uh sort of the reactions of the announcers in real time
2: and now what he's out oh. damn is mayhem oh automatic strike three called with the bases loaded in a tie game in the bottom of the ninth this is baseball in 2023 some booze ring out here in northport florida all right so you got the clock up here it is He did not get set. He was not alert. He thought
1: that it was going his way. He thought it was ball four. Game over. Instead, see that look in his eye. (laughs) I wasn't alert
2: in time. And he's punched out. And that's it. The game's over. We got a tie. This is this is the best. I hope I hope they don't catch up to it. This is the best. And Lou is laughing because Lou's cackle is is pretty good. This is exactly.
0: That wouldn't drive. I mean, it is.
2: It is an adjustment. There was. There was a. I wouldn't. Would you say there was a bunch of these over the weekend? A uh, bunch is like, I mean, there no, was, there I was enough to make it an issue, make th- it a topic.
0: There were pitch clock violations over the whole weekend. Yeah. Nothing like this. Well, this, yes, you're the, right. This is the one that made people realize, oh, wait a minute. In the ninth inning of a game at home where my team is coming back. Yeah. And it's a two strike and my guy doesn't get into the box. Yeah, and I lose.
2: Yeah. I lose Here's- or I lose a
0: playoff game or I lose a, a chance to advance into the play Like, no way. And you know why those people were booing in the moment? Is because they didn't know the rule. No. And by the way, let's be real. Now, don't take your hands off the wheel if you're driving, but 37937, you can get in on the Twitch chat. That was the text line, 37937. Raise your hand if you knew that was part of the rule. Come on. How many people learned about the pitch clock rule? (laughs) I did. I didn't know either. As soon as I heard this, I was like, Wait, what? And then you go in and you dig into the rule and you realize that the catcher should be set and then the batter's got to be set. Whenever we thought pitch clock in just our normal way of thinking, all you're doing is thinking about the pitcher. You're not thinking about the other part of it. Remember, we even asked Lou. I was like, is there any advantage to the batter whatsoever? And it was like, well, no, not really. It's more for the base stealer we didn't even go over the scenario if the guy doesn't get into the box. Well, early it,
2: it was it was funny because I I saw a bunch of batters. A Manny Machado was another guy who was getting credit for being the first guy to actually have a violation in spring training. So he just flat out said, "Listen, I'm probably going to start a lot of a lot of at-bats a one cuz I'm not ready." He admitted it. He's like, I mean, he was laughing, but he's somewhat serious because Imagine all the all the batters who are going to start oh one just because they're just I do this I do that I got to fix my hat I got got to throw I go I got to fix my belt okay now nah, wait wait what so I think it's I, I I love it I I love it and I don't even really care if uh, you want if, chaos is that what you're rooting no, for No I want routine I want consistency and yes I want to hold you accountable get your ass in there let's go so I mean but I I do believe that a lot of people don't like it. I think it is a shock to the players just as much as it is a shock to the fans who are like, wait a second, I can't look at my phone. Oh, well, I was going to go run rot real quick. I like, mean, this inning's over already? What happened? Like, all these guys, all these players are starting to say stuff that make you believe that, you know, maybe they feel like they should. it's too quick or they added too much time or they, they, they need to slow it down of just a tad. Just a smidge is what is what a lot of people are saying.
0: Because this was the rule. This was the weekend where, the, honestly, this was the weekend Major League Baseball needed something like this to happen to sort of get the other parts of the rule out of the way for fans to be able to digest. And even on the text, 3793.7, uh, are there no extra innings anymore? Why didn't it go to the 10th? Well, that's the spring training rule. But... Imagine if you're at home, you lead a furious comeback, it's tied at six, and you're in Fenway Park, and its base is loaded, and the place is rocking – and somebody doesn't get into the batter box in time and then there's strike three and the rally's over and then you're going to extra. Interviews.
2: So I saw this from, do you know by any chance, you know who Ryan Fitzgerald is for the red Sox?
0: He is a minor league pitcher. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken in the organization.
2: Yeah. So he says, uh, uh he tweeted this out on, uh, what is it? Saturday. He said we play with a pitch clock in, in AAA for the 2020 season. He said, I never felt rushed and I saw less than 10 violations over 150 games. Said after playing at today's game that ended in a tie, I've never felt more rushed to get in the box. The clock this year is not the same as last year. Is not the same as last year. The timing's the same. And then he I mean, says, for the record, I like the pitch clock. The one today felt fast for you. It felt fast for you. Right, felt but fast the for clock, him. Seconds are seconds. The clock time clock is the time. Lie. That's right. But yeah, it's like it's nothing's changing. It's all in your head. So the fact that this guy was like kind of the, hey, I used it, it felt fast. No, it's just just the adjustment that everybody is not really
0: ready for. If anything, the ump went the other way when you saw the clock because it got down to five and then he, he 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 honestly he gave the batter a couple of extra seconds to be able to try to get set up now here's a text in from the 7a1 Fourier and do you agree with this says the best thing that happened was the umpire enforced the rule it exposed the flaw is this a flaw in the rule to force the batter to get in the box
2: well that is true too that's like an unintended consequence which you think they're gonna probably gonna have to tighten
0: up well, what do they but, do? Well, well, that's the thing. How can they to, – to me, what it did was it didn't expose the flaw. It exposed the rest of the rule that none of us have thought about. But I don't necessarily know if it's flawed because you can't just look at the pitcher and say, no, 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 you got to be on the clock. But if this batter wants to dilly-dally around, then the umpire's got to either like call it, wave it off. You only get one timeout. I think the part of the rule that we were all lazy on, and I don't know about the whole exposing it, but still, it's the it's the other part of this rule, which is if you're going to speed up the game, the batter has to be a part of it as well. We just didn't read the whole damn thing. Okay, so to protect yourself from a violation. Not a what- pitcher is the Fitzgerald kid, by the way. He is a hitter, so my bad. I said pitcher, <laughs> my apologies. The,
2: the, to protect yourself from a violation. So they're saying that the catcher's got to be ready. You got to be ready. Well, if you're a batter and you get into the box and you're like looking, you're okay. As soon as he gets ready, I'm going to turn and then I'm going to be ready. Well, you got to be, you got to be,
0: you got to be ready at eight seconds. The cat. They see that's the thing. You can't wait on the catcher. You said it earlier. You have to ignore the catcher. Yeah. Ignore him. Here's a quote. That was in Sports Illustrated on February 24th, the day before this whole thing went down with the uh, with the Braves and the Red Sox. This is Braves manager Brian Snitker. Here's the quote that was in SI: "The batter's box thing might be a bigger issue than the pitcher's thing. Guys are so used to stepping out, fixing their gloves, everything like that, and that's why I think it looked, it felt really fast because okay,
2: you take a swing, you step out." deep breath, okay, you get back in. Now, you may be in the batter's box, but you're not, like, physically paying it. – you're not paying attention. You're not alert is what they use. So you're mm-hmm. not really paying attention. And sure enough, like, you get rung up because the pitcher's ready to go. Now you're slowing everything down. So, bam, there you go. There's a strike, okay, because you weren't paying attention. Okay, now I'm angry. Now I'm pissed. And now I run in there quick, and then I'm not ready. Now I strike out any because I'm already angry. That, to me – as a hitter, I just would disregard the catcher altogether. I wouldn't care what he was doing. I would just get in the box, and I would be ready to go. Because that I mean because the other part about it is, do you like seeing the clock as a viewer? Hmm. So there's a couple different ways. Like, I've seen a couple different stadiums and a couple different, you know, regional broadcasters, networks, regional uh, RSNs do it differently. Nesson, on that one play... You couldn't even really even tell what was going on because they did not have the clock
0: in like uh, within the screenshot of what you're looking at from behind the picture. Like there were some well, that I saw saw where the clock was right there on the left hand side. Too. So it was real easy to see. Yeah, big I, red number. Well, yeah, because I I want to see the clock. So I you need. Know, and, uh, yeah, I, I definitely the, want because in the
2: NFL. You you recognize okay when the when the play clock is going what does it start what does it turn red at ten seconds left I think it turns red and then it, and then as a viewer you can recognize that uh oh this guy, this quarterback is in trouble because the the play clock is is in red now now he's got to hurry up and sprint now you're more engaged to, uh, of seeing something bad happening yep and that's what I think Nessun is doing for theirs like if, like their broadcast it'll be in red bottom left or wherever. And you'll be able to see it in real time.
0: So uh, this is a little ditty just on how it's kind of – this is just sort of a basic rundown of the pitch clock rule for those who need a, a, a description. The aims to speed the pace of play by eliminating downtime between pitches. Players will have 30 seconds to resume play between batters. Between pitches, pitchers have 15 seconds with nobody on and 20 seconds if there's a base runner. The pitcher must start his delivery before the clock expires. After a pitch, the clock starts again when the pitcher has the ball back. The catcher and batter are in the circle around home plate, and the play is otherwise ready to resume. Batters must be in the box and alert to the pitchers with at least eight seconds on the clock. So if the catcher... So in the way... So the catcher has nothing to do with it. The, the catcher has to be in where he's supposed be to be. But there is the... If you're a batter, you're used to the catcher being crouched down, and that's the position in which you would then be ready to think the pitch is going to come. When the catcher is standing up, while the catcher can do that, I don't know if these are the days of, you know, Tony Pena and Manny Sanguin. Google them, kids. In terms of up, down, all around, and the way they're positioned behind home plate, it is the is the catcher there. So if you're the batter, there is that sort of psychological, hey, I played the game for 30 years of my life, and the catcher is normally crouched down, ready to go. Or if there's a runner on, maybe they kind of have that sort of up on their feet yeah. stance so that they can turn to try to get the ball out quick. So to the letter of the rule, the catcher has to be in a certain spot, but... If you played the game forever, you're used to, all right, when I'm getting my... The catcher is normally down crouching, giving signals. The- and yeah, So but- if that guy is standing at eight seconds and you're still interpreting the rule in your head and it's the first time, you could be duped by the catcher standing up at that point. The catcher is where he needs to be. But from an actual baseball playing standpoint, that guy standing up could make you say... Well, they ain't ready anyway. Well, that's and then my it leads point. To the thing, so right? that's, that's almost so like that's a trick. So that's why the catcher kind of matters, and this needed to sort of be dealt with. Yeah. Well, so the he, managers he, could say, he, "Don't fall he, for it."
2: But he doesn't, it. though, because it's a trick. Because if I'm a, maybe I'm right. a, maybe I'm a last second guy when I catch maybe my knees bug me so I don't want to be in a crouch position mm-hmm. the entire fifteen twenty seconds I'm going to wait to the last minute right before I think he's going to pitch so disregard what I'm doing don't pay attention to what I'm doing you just you just have to be ready and alert with eight seconds that's all you need to know mm-hmm. don't worry about what's going on but you're right though they they have been so conditioned. To like the mechanics of it, okay, I'm ready. I'm in the box, but he's still farting around. All right, now he's down. Now I'm alert. Yep, doesn't matter anymore. I get ready. I get my batter stance. I let sure the 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 pitcher knows I'm ready to go, and there therefore I won't get a violation. They will only get away with this during spring training. Mm -hmm. They won't get away with this in the regular season. Oh no, every manager. Yeah, I mean every manager will say, "Listen, don't be an idiot," because imagine if you when the regular season starts and you get rung up. And your excuse is, well, the catcher wasn't ready. Well, you dope. That's not the rules anymore. Right. You can't use it as an excuse. Well, I wasn't ready. I didn't know. You can't use it anymore. You can't be the dope that doesn't know the rules. But the smart catchers and the pitchers, a little, a little, however they want to be clever and try to trick you, they could bait you into some stupid decisions. They could easily do it. And that's why I love it. I like think this is the best thing that's happened to baseball in years. Mm-hmm. Easily. Easily. So the people who are telling and tweeting about speed it up, uh, speed it up, and now don't like it because they feel rushed,
0: they're not – no, this is going to be fabulous. If you go back, and I'm not one to go back and watch old baseball, but if you go pull up a game from, say, 1960, go watch that game and see, boom, pitch, nap, back to the guy, on the bump, boom, go. The pace of the game the way it used to be when grandfathers would tell you, oh, the game was great, that game moved. I would think that even though they've had to put this rule in place that if you're a traditionalist and you want the game to move, this is making it happen. And we even have a texter who say, do we really think that making a game three hours to two hours and 35 minutes are going to bring in more new fans than the fans they may lose by putting in Illegal defenses, pizza boxes as bases, only two pickoff throws. Da da da. Yes, it's a massive deal because you know why? Because the people that would be drawn to watching a baseball game because it's two hours and thirty minutes don't really get the excruciating minutiae that would have come with a three-hour and forty-five-minute hmm. game to begin with. But I do think
2: that and okay, so for. so the so the 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 critic who says, "Hey, you know, this isn't going to make me watch it because you shaved a half an hour off." That's that's just like a byproduct of it. Like that's the benefit of it. The real thing is that's new philosophy. It's a quicker pace, like things happening faster. Guys gotta be more prepared. They gotta be ready. Like you may get more offense. Who the hell knows? There may be better strategy. I think it's I think it's great. It really forces you to pay attention. Like when when these games are on, I could like leave, go to the bathroom, a long session in the bathroom, come back, and the same guy's batting the same dude like it's the same inning now and nothing has happened break. it is great i think it's fabulous and and you know even like um, buck showalter buck showalter manager of the mets he was saying that's the uh,
0: star wars character buck showalter yeah. that's a good <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: one <laughs> he is the uh he the his comment was you better have a good bat boy <laughs> You better have a good bat boy. Those guys are going to matter Those guys now, are actually going to matter now. You got to get, hey, get off your butt. You know, just hang out there. Get the guy, give him his stuff and and get him ready to go. Now I do think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. I think if you don't like this rule, you were just, you were just stuck in, in the old ways. And I would say if you're stuck in the old ways, go back to Major League Baseball, to your point, released a, a tweet and it said back in 1970. The average time of a baseball game was around two hours and thirty minutes. Right. So to your guy, hey, I'm stuck in my ways. I'm an old timer. This is the way it was. This is the
0: way it was. That's it right. was this way. We've it was gone. better this way. We, we we have it. Just stinks. I think for some, the rule has to be the reason why. And that it just I can't think it's great. Thank God, Gresh. No, they, you're right. They, Thank they refused God for to change their rules,
2: and the and my belief is the reason they refused to change their rules is because. The baseball writers of America romanticized the records. They romanticized like you know everything that involved baseball as opposed to football. Who said we just want to put a good product on there? We don't give a crap about the past and whose record is being
0: broken easily. Who gives a crap? They used to take greenies back then. Then they were on steroids, and it's like okay, that's what they were. That's the part of the game they were trying to like hold up and save. And now look, baseballs had to take it into their own hands, and look. There are a bunch of Major League Baseball teams that are tied into the Bally's Regional Sports Networks that were just bought by Sinclair Broadcasting that are basically collapsing inside themselves. So Major League Baseball is going to have a bunch of local teams whose product might be up for bid. And what better way to be able to try to make yourself more attractive potentially to new television by saying, Hey, we think we got a way to keep these games manageable and reasonable so that it's worth for you paying for and it doesn't completely wreck your television schedule for the day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today